Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how goes? I'm doing good, Henry. Happy to be here. Awesome. Good to see you. We are joined also by Christian Diadamo. Christian, how are you doing? How's it going? I'm doing well. Also, very happy to be here. Excellent. Today is December 4th, 2021, and we're going to talk about something we always love to talk about, and that's Spider-Man. And uh, yes, now's a good time because Spider-Mania is upon us. We got Spider-Man No Way Home releasing in less than two weeks now. I cannot wait. The, the anticipation is through the roof right now. Um, before we dive into our Spider-Man speculation discussion, a uh, quick note, the Comic Sauce podcast is on social media at Comic Sauce Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And before before we really get into speculation, which is, I think, what the bulk of the discussion is going to be today, before we do that, um, let's talk a little bit about ticket sales because this was pretty crazy. A um, little bit of background. Uh, the three of us and some friends are planning to see the new Spider-Man movie on opening Friday. And um, I am planning to see it uh, multiple times at uh, opening weekend. Um, I am going to see it on opening Thursday also. Um, so that was the plan for me to get Thursday tickets and for Perfirio to get Friday tickets. Right. So um, getting movie tickets for a new Marvel release is always an exciting thing and um, has been um, kind of a bright spot during uh, COVID times, right? And generally, it's been pretty smooth sailing, right? It hasn't been too rough in terms of technical problems, that sort of thing. But uh, we definitely experienced some craziness uh, for getting movie tickets for this movie right um so here here's the the breakdown there was a new no way home trailer that came out not too long ago i want to say a couple weeks ago now and i remember when they announced this trailer it was like a big deal they had like a a viewing party in la and like a very small number of people got to, to go. And it, w- it wasn't to see a movie, right? It was to see a trailer, like a two-minute trailer. And um, yeah, a very select few people got to see it. And um, it was announced that after they got to see it, then they would drop the trailer you know, on the internet for the rest of the world to see. And then everyone thought, including you and me, Proverio, that the movie tickets would be available upon release of this trailer. But come to find that uh, the tickets did not release 
at that time. Instead, what we found out at the end of the trailer was that uh, they would have a special Spider Monday ticket release, right? Spider Monday, a play on Cyber Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving, right? So that was November 29th. 2021. That's a date I'm not going to forget anytime soon because uh, you and I, Perferio, we, we traded a lot of DMs, etc. about like getting ready for Spider Monday. And the thinking oh, yeah. was, mm-hmm. okay, are we going to have to wake up early? Because historically in the past, uh, we've seen big movie releases release their tickets like, I don't know, 9 a.m. Eastern. That seemed to be like pretty... Uh, typical so it's kind of getting ready to wake up early and then uh sunday night that's when i like hopped on the internet to sort of like to see if there's any mention like when exactly are these uh tickets going on sale this is sunday night the 28th right the the night before spider monday and then what i found was articles saying that they're actually going to release these tickets Tonight, Sunday night, they're going to drop them midnight. So the moment the clock, you know, hit uh, Spider Monday, right? So I thought I was on to some insider information and getting the tickets would be smooth sailing. Um, boy, was I wrong. I, I, I kind of, you know, messaged you about it, Proverio. So we were, we were ready at like 9 p.m. Pacific. But apparently... The, the, the cat was out of the bag. There was no secret. Like the entire world knew that Spider-Man tickets would be available at this time because yes, ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man broke the internet that night. And uh, my God, uh, the um, ticket sites across the board crashed. We're talking Fandango. We're talking uh, Alamo Draft House. Uh, AMC, you name it, everything was down. And um, it was a very stressful time for superhero geek types like us, <laughs> to say the least. Um, let me share uh, my story real quick, and then we'll go on to your experience for you. Um, uh, my story was kind of a unique one because I got super lucky. Um, so the Thursday night show that I was going for, uh, was for Alamo Draft House in San Francisco. Uh, you guys know I love that theater, and um, that was kind of my objective that night. I do have an Alamo Draft House login. I I am a commandant level uh, member at Alamo Draft House, which is which is like kind of a, kind of a big deal. Uh, I gotta say, um, uh, but I went uh, a little early. So I could log in to my Alamo Draft House account. And I am sure as hell glad that I logged in early because I think it was like 8.57 p.m. or so when I logged in. And lo and behold, Spider-Man tickets available before the 9 p.m. Uh, you know, announced release time. And like the, the theater and showtime I wanted to see it at, like there were a lot of seats purchased already. So I'm like, holy shit, this is happening, right? Uh, so I jumped in there, 
scooped up some pretty sweet seats, you know, um, a little bit further back than I prefer, but centered. And uh, I love the centered seats. Um, got the tickets. And um, so the timestamp was like 8.58 p.m. I'm like, dude, I can't believe I just got it. And this is great. Um, so what happened subsequently was the world went on the Internet to buy Spider-Man tickets and uh, servers crashed all over the place. Um, so, you know, I already got my tickets. I got the email confirmation. So I was like, I'm good. Uh, but I also have the Alamo Draft House app, and sometimes I like to go on the app because your your ticket appears on the app there. So like I just wanted to look at it and like you know you know just like bask in the glory, right? And I was like, what's going on here? Like nothing's happening, right? It's just like reloading, spinning wheel of death, right? So I was like, that's weird. I guess a lot of people are buying Spider-Man tickets right now. But I, I wasn't like afraid because I had that email confirmation. You know, I'm, I'm good. Um, so that's when I uh, I messaged you, Perfirio. It's like, oh, by the way, I got my tickets. Uh, how's Friday night looking? So Perfirio, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how it went for you that night. Yeah, I totally forgot that tickets were going to go on sale that night. Like I... Um... You know, I saw like articles that day that were like, oh, yeah, the tickets are going to um, uh, go on sale at midnight, but Eastern time. So I was like, OK, so that means that like uh, nine o'clock our time, Pacific time, it's going to go on sale. And I just totally forgot because then when you messaged me saying like, oh, tickets are on sale now. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm thinking like, oh, OK, like um you know because i've never had a problem buying tickets i i got infinity war and endgame no problem the closest one i had a hard time getting was star wars episode seven that took like 40 minutes so in my head i'm thinking like okay this is not gonna be a big deal but then yeah like i had fandango open that crash it wasn't working on my app i was kind of out at the time so i was just like okay maybe it's just I don't know, something like my phone service was like messed up or something. And so then I got home, I went on my brother's desktop, had like multiple browsers open. I had Chrome, Firefox. I had my tablet open. I had my phone connected. I had so many like devices for this ticket and it was just not happening. Like I had Fandango opened. I had AMC open, I had Cinemark open, like, and all of them were just like, oh, server cannot be found, oh, error, or stuff like that. And I just kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And like, mind you, I started at nine o'clock. And so the closest I got to the process was like around 11. Like, there was like one link, I think it was like on my desktop that I was, I had like gone through all the mass, like, crashes and everything i had all the information filled out i had my name my card credit card information the seats picked out and i was like ready to go and buy them but there was no like purchase ticket option and so i was like oh my gosh and it was kind of a timed session so like once the time ran out like it kicked me out and i was so pissed off i was like you know what let me get let me get a break 
So I went on like a half an hour break. And then I went back at it like around 11.30. And then I finally got the tickets at like 12.30 on the Adam app. And like you, like I was just like, I got the my email confirmation, but just to like, yeah, like make sure and look at the pretty tickets. I was like refreshing my app and I was just like, these are real. Yes, yes. I got them and <laughs> everything. And um, I think what was like really annoying at during that time was that like, um, you know, I was just like going on social media and ask, like seeing if everyone is having like the uh, hardest time like me. And like people, yeah, obviously saying like, oh, the the servers aren't working, and people are also saying like, oh, I got my tickets and yada yada yada. But I think the the most annoying part was like on like all um, like all the social media sites like AMC, Spider Man, Marvel, like probably like every half an hour from nine o'clock, they kept promoting like, oh, tickets now available and stuff. And no, that was they just getting aren't. annoying. No, they aren't. Yeah, that was just it, it was just getting annoying because it was like, no, they're not. And you could see people typing in the comments like, okay, stop promoting this unless you fix the servers first. <laughs> yeah. And so it was just like, yeah, it was really funny. Like looking back now, I could laugh about it, but that time I was getting really annoyed. And yeah, I didn't I didn't get the ticket till like 12:30. Um that that night and then like once i got them yeah i was really happy i sent all you guys the messages saying like i finally got them after three and a half hours of trying i finally got them yes. and then uh, and then even i don't know like i guess like the next morning i woke up kind of early like seven in the morning and i i was just like oh my gosh i wonder if it's like so easy to like get the tickets now and it was so funny because I think it was Fandango. Like they were still seeing that their servers were crashed. And um, I was like, oh, whatever. I really don't care. Cause I was like, I already got my tickets, yeah. but it was, yeah, that was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> wow. Oh wait. So you're saying Fandango was still having some glitches like 7 a.m. Yeah. morning. I, I think, I guess so. Cause yeah, like I oh. said, the next morning I checked just to, I guess like see like how like because you know when you go on Fandango you could choose like reserve seating and all that yeah like, you could choose what seats so I just want to see like what seats were left available whether it was like one seat in between people or the front row seats or whatever I just want to see what was available yeah. and even then yeah checking at like seven in the morning like on the Fandango app it was still giving me that error like oh um not not working and stuff and i was just like oh my and i was like whatever i really don't care i have my tickets already (laughs) yeah that is interesting to note though because um i thought stuff had cleared up around the time you got your tickets because i was kind of following along peripherally and i noticed around yeah 12 30 or so um things started to start uh, to clear up um, but yeah, uh, again, notable that there still seem to be some glitches as late as yeah. seven a.m. the following morning. I, I I don't know if it was just like Fandango, like the like the server was just like not just like still adjusting to all the traffic because I yeah. think later on that day, I think it was like nine in the morning or something. I posted like uh, <laughs> a social media post that like I got my tickets just because I want to 
I definitely thought that was a feat of accomplishment. Oh, for sure. And, and so I posted it, and then I like, yeah, I think it was like nine in the morning or something. And I, yeah, like my cousin commented saying like, yeah, his, he took a long time getting it. But another friend commented saying like, oh, that she like it took her, she bought him that morning, but it took her like three minutes. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, yeah, it was just interesting crazy experience yeah pretty crazy i mean you're saying before this experience the longest you waited was what like 40 minutes for episode seven this yeah, is a big difference this, for is, episode. this was a th- what three and a half hours yeah i mean that's that's huge and definitely speaks to the anticipation level for this movie and um yeah I, we're talking a lot about this silly ticket sale but I think this is part of the fandom right here, right? What we're, what we're talking about here is definitely part of the fan experience, like this whole ticket purchasing thing. Um, you know, with hardcore fans like us, it, it you know, it's a big deal. Like a, a more casual fan might be like, what's the big deal? Like, why did you stay up until like 1230 in the middle of the night to do this? Look, the next day, you could have just hopped on over and all good. But we don't function like that, do we? Right. Because <laughs> we need to get those tickets as fast as humanly possible. There are a lot of factors here. Right. So I had mentioned the seat selection. Um, you know, this movie is going to be showing in a lot of theaters. But, you know, you know how geeks are like we we like to see it in a certain theater at a certain time, you know, a certain seat. We're very particular. Um, like what I'm talking about with Alamo Draft House, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's kind of a unique experience. And this, those seats go fast, man. Um, that's just one thing, seat selection. The other thing is watching it early, you know? So um, Thursday and Friday night of opening weekend, those are the tickets we're, we were gunning for and what a lot of geeks were gunning for because we don't want to be waiting until like Sunday afternoon when you might get <laughs> spoiled after like four days, right? So we, we need to get on this, like especially this movie. There's all these crazy rumors and stuff. We're going to get into that and all speculation. Um, but um, we, we don't want to get spoiled. We, we want to know like as early as possible and um, and maybe above all, and we've kind of been alluding to this, but maybe above all is that comfort of knowing that you have the tickets. We just we need to have that, right? Mm-hmm. And particularly uh, with with what we were doing, uh, Perfirio, you and I were buying tickets not only for ourselves but for others. So there's that like that coming through factor, right? You got to come through. For your homies, right? You you don't want to come back and be like, oh, I got the tickets, but they're like, you know, they're like way super late at night, or the the seats are really shitty way in the back in the corner or something, right? You want uh-huh. you want to come through and be the hero, right? Um, so that's important too. So uh, I know a lot of people around the world were really stressed out this night because they're like us, you know, you want to get the seats you want, you want to get the time slot you want, you want to get a theater you want. You want to come through for your friends and you want to see it early and not get spoiled. Right. So um, when someone says, 
oh, you know, what's the big deal? Can't you just wait a week and you don't have to wait and like deal with all this ticket madness? No, no, no. That that's like that's not an option for us. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Um, we talked about the need for seeing this as early as possible. And um, this movie, more than most, uh, warrants this because there is rampant speculation. There are rumors all over the place. Um, that's what we're going to talk about now. The speculation behind Spider-Man no way home so this is always a fun thing to do right um for for big event movies what do you think is going to happen who do you think we're going to see etc cetera, etc cetera. um maybe to kind of uh set the template here let's talk about what we know so let's talk about what we know is for sure or what has been stated and then we can speculate from there right um so interestingly, the uh, big shot Sony producer, Amy Pascal, made some comments recently and um, kind of unexpected. She talked about how Tom Holland will continue on as Spider-Man, that there would be three more Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland and you know, No Way Home would not be the end of Spider-Man in the MCU, that there would be more Spider-Man in the MCU. So a lot of the questions that were kind of swirling around, like, is this it for Tom Holland as Spider-Man? Is this it for Spider-Man in the MCU? And she kind of uh, shot down all those theories. So again, that's sort of like what we've heard Kind of what we know but before we move on like maybe let's process that a little bit when we hear this from amy pascal um what comes to mind like uh, christian what do you think when you hear these comments hmm well i think like if you rewind the clock back to 2020 and we heard about spider-man leaving the mcu um and like it feels like it, there's always like some sort of weird contractual limbo where um, someone says one thing, another thing happens. And like there was also a time when Amy Pascal said, uh, you know, Venom was part of the MCU after the or might have been before the first Venom movie came out. Um, which, of course, was like I think Kevin Faye later came out and said, no, 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 that's not that's not true. Um I think with the Sony Spider-Man relationship with like Disney Marvel, um, it, it feels like kind of all over the place in times. So we kind of never know where it's going to be. Um, but I think with this message, it does feel like a little more hopeful in that, and that it's not just like a kind of uh, a wild claim that's going to go nowhere. Um, because no one's ever come, no one has come out and said like that's not true or that's not going to happen or we're working on it you know um and we have seen you know this uh the, like the picture of spider-man freshman year so we do know there's more spider-man on the way yeah and like so i'm i'm hopeful that 
we are going to get you know more Spider-Man, more Tom Holland um, in the MCU, and that you know things you know things will just be like fine and dandy uh, for as long as Disney and Sony want it to be. And that we'll we'll have our cake. Indeed, yeah, well said. And I do think there might be a bit of movie executive speak happening here where there might be a little bit of exaggeration you know for amy pascal to say that there's gonna be three more tom holland spider-man movies just like that you know that seems to be like 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 a bit much like almost a too good to be true sort of thing so um i kind of feel like that's just like planned and when he when we say planned, like it doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean like they've started writing the scripts or, or that it's even in Tom Holland's contract, you know, who knows? Um, but I do agree with you, Christian, that it's a good sign. Like, I think it's a good sign that it seems like Sony is willing to play nice with Disney and they want to continue this relationship. And it's kind of what everyone has been saying all along that, this is good for everybody. It's good for Disney. It's good for Sony. It's good for the fans, right? So let's continue on with that. Um, yeah, whether everything she stated comes true, I don't know. Um, but if what she has said means we're going to be good for now in terms of Tom Holland still a Spider-Man and Spider-Man still being part of MCU picture, Hallelujah. Couldn't ask for anything more. That's great. Um, cool. So I think, yeah, for the most part, um, her statements are a good thing. You know, exaggeration or not, I think it's a good sign. Okay, more speculation. So on a previous episode, Perfurio and I kind of speculated what Spider-Man villains would be showing up in no way home so yeah we were kind of talking about like oh are we going to see the sinister six i think we kind of agreed that we would so if so which six would it be but now it sure as heck seems like there's going to be more than six spider-man villains seems like there's going to be a whole lot more right so let's talk about who do you think is going to show up and again maybe we'll start with uh what do we know? So um, with that last trailer that dropped, we got to see some shit, right? We, we didn't get to see some shit, but we did get to see some stuff we didn't, hadn't seen before. And that is some villains showing up. So um, I guess in the what we know category is we know the falling villains will appear, Doc Ock. Green Goblin, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard, right? Um, we have either seen or heard them uh, in, in the trailers to this point, right? That's already what, one, two, three, four, five villains, right? So like I've been saying, uh, we're probably going to see at least six Spidey villains. Um I don't think uh, we can consider any other Spider-Man villain 
locked down for No Way Home at this point. So maybe we can speculate a bit. Um, what do you guys think? Who, who else do you think is going to show up in this one? Any thoughts, uh, Profurio? No, not not besides like the ones you mentioned. I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think because from the MCU there was Vulture, Scorpion. Then from the Garf Andrew Garfield movies there was Rhino, Lizard, and Electro. And the another Green Goblin, I guess. That's right. And then, in, in from, a way, uh, Black Cat was in Amazing Spider-Man uh, Two. Black Cat, and then yeah. from the McGuire movies, there was another Venom, and James Franco Goblin. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like those are all already like the main villains that we've already seen. So I feel like there's no need to like show any more villains. You know, like, um. Yeah, like all the speculation I think is gone from it. Uh, yeah. What, what do you think, Christian? Hmm. Like, I'm thinking, uh, I guess the big one's going to be Tom Hardy's Venom. Because um, mm-hmm. that, that's the one they kind of teased, of course, at the end of Let There Be Carnage. And, like, you saw the end. So, like, he, it, it seemed like they really want those two to meet up. Um, and so, like, I the way they build Venom in like the two movies is more of an anti-hero. You know, he's not he's not really like a a straight up villain who wants to kill Spider Man because Peter Parker ruined his life. Like, you know, in Spider Man three and in the comics and things like that. Um, so I'm thinking he might show up, like, like um, as far as like some more like far farther out there characters um let's see that they that they haven't done um let's see uh maybe sandman i think like i think of all the villains that they've kind of we've speculated that they've shown electro um green goblin and doc ock um they're all characters that have kind of died at the end of their own movies the only one who hasn't died is Sandman, because the end of Spider-Man three, him and Peter make up. So, uh, and they kind of did tease him as well in Far From Home a little bit, you know, when Mysterio's fighting those like elemental, you know, il- bad guy illusions. So maybe a proper Sandman might be in there as well. well isn't Sandman already confirmed from the trailer? Oh, did they confirm him? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. not to bust your bubble, but hey, Sandman right. did appear in that last trailer. He did? Yeah, oh, it's, man. It's, yeah. it's almost a blink and you miss it kind of thing, but he was uh, in there. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, I guess I was like... so focused on like yeah, everybody yeah. else. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Hey, there we go. All right. So All right. you uh, were right. <laughs> your speculation was right. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like, it was one of like the last frame shots. Like, it's like a shot of like, Tom Holland going towards lunging towards um Electro, Lizard, and Sandman. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Then I guess I should predict someone like way, way more out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh let's go with another elemental type then. Let's go Hydro Man. 
Hydro Man. <laughs> Another character that Mysterio was kind of fighting. A character that's never appeared in a Spider-Man movie, but was like a very set court like villain in the Spider-Man animated series. Mm. Because he was the guy who had like kind of the he was you know Mary Jane's like a, you know a previous lover, and is is out for you know out to get Spider-Man. So right Hydro Man, he's kind of he can be a very easy background character if they're all going to show up for a big fight at the end. Hydro Man. There you go. Yeah, I do think that any Spider-Man villain who has appeared in a past Sony Spider-Man movie could appear here. They're on the table. You know, we listed a few that are essentially confirmed um, and we've speculated on some. Um, I got some speculation picks also. Now, um, I'm going to go with... um, some potential merch spoilers as we know merch can be spoilery in the days we in the day day and age we live in um so um just yeah i guess spoiler spoiler alert on spider-man merch Um, it's kind of silly that we even have to do that (laughs) but it is what it is okay you know i my son and i go to target uh, fairly regularly, we love to swing by the toy section. You know, father and son get a kick out of checking out what's out there. And guess what? There is a lot of Spider-Man merch. Surprise, surprise. Um, interestingly, I have noticed Spider-Man merch. This is like new Spider-Man merch. This isn't hasn't been sitting around for years. New Spider-Man merch with the Vulture and Mysterio. Um, so maybe that's just because they're cool and, uh, we love us some Spidey villains, but uh, it sure as heck seems like it indicates that, uh, those two could be showing up in the movie. So those are my two merch picks for showing up in this movie. Uh, I also agree that Venom is highly likely showing up. Uh, they essentially advertised him as being in this movie in the uh, second Venom movie that came out recently. Um, so in addition to the ones that uh, were, we had confirmed, right, essentially confirmed those five, um, I'm saying Venom, Vulture, and Mysterio, very likely we're going to see them. Who else? So we know... There is going to be a Morbius movie and a Craven the Hunter movie, right? So I really bet that the Sony folks are trying their hardest to get these two guys into this movie somehow because they want to promote their upcoming movies, right? So they're, you know, quite likely. Um, So, hey... Uh, this is something you you may have missed in the trailer also, Christian, but um, um, wasn't there a, a newspaper headline we saw, Perferio, in the uh, in the trailer? Yeah, it's a, no for for um, for No Way Home or yeah Morbius? for No Way Home. Yeah. What 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 was the? Well, the I think headline? there was reference to Rhino and Black Cat, right? No, wasn't that in the Morbius trailer? Oh, you're right. You're right. 
It was in the Morbius trailer. I'm getting these all mixed up now. <laughs> Thanks for correcting. But yeah, so, right. So they might be in the movie too, for that reason. Yeah, and Morbius. We might get Jared Leto in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Okay, no, okay, wait. Okay, I have a question. This might be a long stretch, but really fast. Have you guys seen, or are you guys caught up with the new um, Hawkeye TV show? I've seen episode one and two. I actually haven't seen three yet. I'm caught up. Is oh this in gosh, reference to episode three? If it's episode three, maybe we shouldn't talk about it yet. Okay, I, I think I could swing this conversation without spoiling anything for Christian. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know the the um, well, character. Do we, do we need to maybe give a Hawkeye spoiler alert just for folks who haven't seen any of the Hawkeye show yet? So yeah, spoiler okay. alert on on Hawkeye. Hawkeye. All right. Okay, um, go ahead. Okay, Christian, you know the villain, um, Echo, right? She's shown at the end of episode two, right? Yeah. Okay. So, do you know anything about her in the comics? Not really. I haven't really seen much of Echo in the comics. Okay, so Echo, she's a, I, I guess, like fairly new character. I think she like came on the comics like in the past decade. Um, just a little bit of background. She's half Latina, half indigenous, um, completely deaf um, character. And she was introduced as a villain to Daredevil. Um, mm-hmm. She was, she was um, uh, under like, she worked for the Kingpin. So a lot of people are speculating that like since Hawkeye is like airing before um, uh, No Way Home, that like it's all kind of like leading up to like kind of confirm that both Daredevil and the Kingpin is using the character Echo exists within the MCU. Ah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, so, so that that could uh, indicate a possible kingpin appearance in this movie. Um, as long as we're talking uh-huh. about Spider-Man villains, right? So he he could potentially show up. Yeah, but I would also say, like, even though they want to like say like these characters exist in the MCU, I want to say that um, both Charlie Cox and um, Vincent, uh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Real? Yeah, him have both denied that they're in No Way Home. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. That's the move these days, yep. right? <laughs> just like Andrew Garfield. Exactly. <laughs> just like just like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And uh, another person who's denied that who's in um uh No Way Home is um uh Topher Grace, the Venom from Spider Man three. Oh, he's denied as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's denied. I believe Topher Grace. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> believes that. Else. No I one wants Topher him to Grace. be. No one wants him to be in it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So yeah, he he's also denied that he, his venom is in that movie. So yeah. <laughs> oh, tell us something we don't know, Topher. <laughs> We'd all rather just see Tom Hardy. There you go. Um, one last little nugget. Uh, in the last No Way Home trailer, um, 
we got to see what appears to be a different kind of green goblin. It's not totally clear what it is, who it is. Um, but there is speculation it might be the hobgoblin. So I guess there's another uh, possible villain to show up. Um, yeah, we don't know if it's Hobgoblin. It kind of looked like the uh, Harry Osborn Green Goblin from Spider-Man 3. Could it be him? Could it be, you know, the Willem Dafoe Green Goblin in a different suit? Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, that was kind of an in interesting little nugget in the trailer also kind of a mysterious goblin looking creature um but uh yeah there it is that's a pretty long list so let's uh see what happens it might be kind of fun after we see the movie to do a little scorecard to see uh, how many we got right and that sort of thing we need to do like a bingo drinking game <laughs> or something take a shot every time like this you you check one thing off your bingo oh man i have a feeling if we did that we'd be completely fucked up at the end of this movie <laughs> <laughs> i think we're gonna see a lot of these villains personally yeah we'll see we either get them all right or like none of them right right <laughs> yeah that's 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 an interesting thing uh Prefuri and i talked about this a little before but um I love this. I love not knowing, right? I have no idea what is in store with this movie. And I love that feeling. And it, it's, it's so cool. Um, yeah, this movie looks really bonkers. And I can't wait just to find out, you know, what exactly is going to happen. Um, it could be really nuts. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's exciting times for sure. Okay, so we talked a little bit about Andrew Garfield. Here are the big rumors, right? This, these are the, like, the biggest of them all. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Will they be in this movie? And, you know, we've been talking a little bit about, okay, here's what we know so far. We know nothing about this so far. We haven't seen, seen them in the trailers. Uh, nothing has been con confirmed by the actors or their agents or by Disney or by sony nobody no one's telling us anything so what do we think what are your theories here are we going to be totally disappointed um are they just keeping the secret really well hidden and we're going to see both actors what do you guys think is going to happen hmm. it really could go either way um and I think, like, I think a lot of people really, really want to see him. I think it's part of what drives, like, all these, like, ticket sale stories. Yep. About waiting and people buying up as you can. I think people really want to see that so badly. And, like, it's hard. Like, there were, there was, like, a leaked picture here and there, you know. But at the same time, like, it, those could be fake. Andrew Garfield and his flat out denied it and you could if you take him at his word and say like it's just a fake picture you know you could say that no they're not gonna happen they just want to focus on the villains of other spider-man universes but like keep the story solely focused on 
Tom Holland because uh, Tom Holland and Doctor Strange, which, oh, quick side tangent, another villain I forgot to mention is Mephisto. <laughs> The oh, other, right. <laughs> the other big one. Right. So, rumored to be, be in every MCU project for mm-hmm. like the last eight or so. Right. He wasn't in WandaVision, but it'll be here. And he was also right. in the story that they're kind of like hinting at, which was One More Day. So. Oh. That that might call. be the big one. That might be my big like. I'll put my, I'll put that on my bingo sheet, Mephisto. Nice. <laughs> and and so like. Uh, they could show up for a quick scene. It could be an after credit scene, which I think is probably what I'm thinking. I think if they show up at all, it might be a quick after credit scene or quickly at the very end in a final battle. That's that's my that's my guess. I like it. Yeah. Um, even though I said like we know nothing officially. Uh, Preferial, there are a little bit of nuggets here and there about this, right? Yeah, like it it was, these are just against a whole bunch of speculation. Like, so yeah, like um, I was telling Henry, like, that there was a JQ magazine that that was released like like two, two weeks ago, something like that. And, you know, in that magazine, Tom Holland was interviewed. He was talking about, like, how he doesn't want to be Spider-Man forever. He wants to take a break after this movie because he's been, like, working nonstop since taking the role. And um, so that's, again, that's why I had, like, the whole Amy Pascal speculation and everything. Mm-hmm. Um but in that same magazine, Andrew Garfield was interviewed, and but he was being interviewed for this other Netflix movie called TikTok Boom, and um, you know, so a lot of people are like, oh, like what a coincidence that both Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are both in the same magazine promoting something like this has to be a promotion for like or at least getting people to talk about like are they working together for for no way home and then again like stupid speculations but there was another speculation that the day after the tickets came went on sale tom holland posted a picture of you know the toby mcguire outfit that he wears in spider-man one as he's entering his wrestling match like that spider-man sweater mm-hmm. and Tom Holland like posted like a meme saying like oh me going to the movie theater to go watch No Way Home and he he has like that that costume mm-hmm. so people are just like oh like he's referencing that like he's uh Tommy McGuire's in it I'm just like oh people are like these like speculations are just like really out there it's so crazy yeah I think there's one other one right uh, wasn't there like a photo of Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield together, yes. something like that. Yeah, so yeah, so the the JQ magazine, um, the one where they were both interviewed, they had like a launch party where both of them were um, at the party they both attended, and they were, uh, yeah, being photographed together. So yeah, people were just like, oh, yep, yep, they're 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 definitely um, up to something together. 
<laughs> oh man, people are really grasping at straws here. Um, yeah, yeah. None, none of what you just mentioned really is indicative of 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 anything really, right? So, just, yeah. yeah, people are just so, it's like wishful thinking. Uh, it's so funny. I ran into this um, survey conducted by like um, IGN. They went on like, their Twitter page and asked their followers like how much they think Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And so they had 29,000 responders. And so this is the little breakdown. So 20% of those responders said that they're going to be in the film a lot. 47% of them said that they're going to be in it a little. 21% believe that they're just going to have a cameo. And then 10% believe that they're not going to be in it at all. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So, it, it, What do you think, Perfurio? What, what's your prediction? I think they're going to be in for like a cameo. Like, like I think it's going to be like a total like end game kind of scenario. Like Spider-Man goes to the different multiverses to he encounters all the villains and yada, yada, yada. And then, like, when he has, like, this, like, um, final battle against, like, the villains, um, I feel like Doctor Strange is totally going to open up, like, or, I mean, I think the the multiverses are going to be open, but there's going to be, like, these portals where both, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come through them. And that's when the audience goes wild, like how they did during Endgame. People are going to be yelling. People are going to be crying. People are going to (laughs) be clapping and cheering. And then that's when like this whole like confrontation comes between like the villains and the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Wow. I called it. So that's <laughs> gonna be on my bingo card. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. It sounds like you just put together a really awesome scene there. Now, what we will actually see, yeah. Don't know. But I'm kind of with uh, with both of you guys. I think I think we'll see them. But not a lot of them, you know, like cameo sounds about right. Um, something, a little something at the end. I could see that. Um, yeah, like by all indications, it seems that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield don't really want to have to do, don't, don't really want to have anything to do with Spider-Man at this point in their careers. Um, but would they be beyond a quick cameo? I don't think so. I think they would do it. And I think, um, I think we, we can expect that now, you know, we, three of us, and seems like a lot of people around the world are expecting this. Now there is of course the possibility that one or both of these guys does not show up. What happens there? What happens then? Is it uh, riot time? Is it like fuck you time? Like double birds to the screen in the theater? Like, what do you guys think? Is it just going to be like major disappointment if we don't see these two actors? I think people are going to be upset. Yeah, I think honestly, I feel like this movie has to just have a good storyline if not, then, you know, people are just going to turn on this movie like what they did with the, the 
the last Star Wars trilogy, like how fans had all these speculations about like who um, Snork was or who Ray was. And when that didn't come true, they were just like, oh, this is shit then. I don't like it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, this is not the real Star Wars films. And I feel like with this movie, people are speculating way too much. Like, mm-hmm. like they, if this movie does not live up to their standards, then like, I feel like people are just gonna be like, you know, this is not the proper um, Spider-Man film to like say goodbye to or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Christian? What, what do you think the reaction would be if uh, we get that let down? Like, yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think, if, you know, if it's still a good story, with, you know, fun set pieces, good action, like if it's still just a solid Spider-Man movie, then I think people with, I think people will like it regardless of who's in it. Like, but, uh, you know, I think as far as like controversy goes, like this probably probably will go down as like the most controversial Spider-Man movie uh, if it doesn't have those characters more so than Spider-Man 3, you know. I think people people like have all these negative reactions, all these positive reactions at first depending on how, you know, what their initial viewing was. But, you know, um time goes on and I think time will change people's perception of the movie. So let's say it's a, you know, it's, it's a solid movie. We all liked it. It's about, let's say, as good as Far From Home and Homecoming. But it doesn't have those characters. You know, it doesn't have um, the other two Spider-Men in him. And I think people would initially, like, really hate it. People would initially be really disappointed. But, it, like, it's still Spider-Man. And it's still, like, it would still be a solid movie, theoretically. Then people would come around to it over time. But it would just kind of be this massive, like, wave of hate and then a wave of, like, this movie is actually good. You guys don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't need these characters. Yeah. And then over time, it would mellow out, you know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I can totally see that scenario play out exactly as you described. Yeah. Now I'm with you guys. I think that if we don't see one or both of these actors here, a lot of people are going to be ups- upset, you know? Um, yeah, it's it's out there. It's it's like in the ether. It's a thing, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this movie. And sadly enough, the expectation is there. And like, everyone is expecting it so of course there's going to be a big disappointment if if uh they don't show up and it is pretty silly like like we've been saying it doesn't like how good the movie is doesn't really have anything to do with like a little cameo here and there right um but it's just a thing it's out there and uh yeah there could be a lot of disappointment happening and it's just it's just kind of silly and like i kind of i kind of feel your vibe christian like looking at this movie at the end of the day it's the same star the same director and the same disney sony co-production as 
homecoming and far from home, right? So whereas there is all this crazy speculation and the expectation for this bonkers movie, ultimately I could see it just being very much like those movies, you know, kind of a lighthearted, fun Spider-Man movie, um, maybe a whole lot more cameo appearances than the first two installments, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's in line with those first two. Um, so yeah, if we're talking about expectations, expectations, that's maybe where the expectations should lie. Like look to the previous two Spider-Man movies. Don't look inside of your brain and like expect like this, this crazy like culmination of like every Spider-Man movie that has ever been made, right? Then I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment and disaster, right? Uh, so yeah, stick with what you know, man. Like this is like the third of the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy. And, um, you know, Homecoming and Far From Home were had a very similar kind of feel to it, right? So I don't think there's any reason that we would expect this movie to be a whole lot different right so something to keep in mind maybe uh temper your expectations that way okay so speaking of tom holland like a lot of the rumor mill has changed uh with tom holland because of amy pascal's statements right a lot of people including people in discussion in this discussion thought that you know this might be the end of tom holland as spider-man doesn't seem to be the case here um but what will happen it doesn't seem to be the case that he will no longer be spider-man it doesn't seem to be the case that he will no longer be in the mcu either right so that that was uh kind of my thought that maybe he would continue as spider-man but maybe not in the mcu right but it seems like both will continue like I said, seemingly. Um, but uh, what what do you think is going to happen? I, I think there's going to be some sort of shift. Like uh, if we're diving into a new Spider-Man trilogy or um, opening the floodgates to a whole slew of Spider-Man villains, like what, what do you think the future of the Tom Holland spider-man is any thoughts there all right um all right i got something so we talked about how or you brought up earlier how tom holland is talking about how he wants a break and how he's been doing these movies kind of back to back to back since pretty much he got signed on so let's say let's pretend at the end of this movie that he still remains within the mcu the multiverse is quote unquote fixed for now. And he's he's able to go about his day generally, you know. Let's say the status quo is completely restored, just for the, you know, the sake of speculation on this new trilogy. Um so these movies have come out, uh the you know, the this Spider-Man trilogy has come out relatively quickly, uh, if you compare it to a lot of the other MCU trilogies which generally the movies were like three years apart-ish. 
if you don't count the appearances in like Avengers movies, you know, Cap, Iron Man, all that. Um, so let's say let's say Marvel takes a break for like a, a few years on Spider-Man minus Spider-Man freshman year to kind of tide people over. And this there's a general time skip in the MCU, quote unquote, between Spider-Man, this movie and then the, Spider-Man four. And instead of so since with the new trilogy, they kind of got to reform it a bit. They have to kind of change and bring it in a new direction for the series. And so um, I think the idea, especially with Sony trying to build, you know, Morbius, Venom, you know, you're about Black Cat, you hear about all these other characters. They want to build their own, essentially, just big Spider-Man universe of all these different Spider-Man characters. And I think the Tom Holland trilogy um, will largely have something like that. It's a time skip. He's much older. Um, he's not relying on Iron Man. And it's kind of just your the spider, the classic Spider-Man you know and love from like the show. Let's say this is, it's much closer to, say, like the animated series Spider-Man than what we've seen before with um the trilogy where he's kind of growing and learning and being taken under the under the wing of of um tony stark this is 90s animated series level spider-man college age on his own knows how to be spider-man and generally already fights villains and then that's how they kind of build their new cast they build their they they have all these characters that's how they introduce black cat with the black cat movie that's how they introduce you know so-and-so for the so-and-so movie um whatever you whatever you want and and then they have something like that like their own kind of little pocket universe of new york within the mcu and the other the other idea maybe and they probably ended up doing both they need a follow-up to avengers like a new avengers in, in a way um so they could have spider-man the new spider-man movies essentially be their own team-ups of different MCU characters. Maybe you bring in, that's how you bring back Daredevil. That's how you bring in, she, you know, oh, there's She-Hulk from her Disney Plus here. Oh, there's Miss Marvel here. Um, oh, there's Blade. Things like that. You you have essentially use Spider-Man, these new Spider-Man movies as his own sort of team. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, <laughs> like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said a lot there, and I agree with a lot of it. Yeah, you know, I could see this happening. I could see what you said happening, where the Tom Holland Spider-Man kind of distance himself from, you know, the MCU characters we know, and... Um, we see him more with the, I don't know, quote unquote, Sony verse, you know, whatever's going on, going on at Sony, whether it's the Morbius movie or the Craven, the Hunter movie, or, you know, all these villains we're going to see in No Way Home, you know, and Tom Holland, Spider-Man of the MCU could still be technically in the MCU, but still be away from all these other MCU characters. Why? Because of the multiverse, right? Um, so what you're saying could very well happen. Like this character still is in the MCU, but 
he doesn't need to constantly interact with uh, what else is going on in the MCU uh, because perhaps he's on a different timeline, a timeline that uh, contains all these Sony villains, right? So the fact that, I don't know, Kate Bishop and Shang-Chi and Loki don't interact with, say, Morbius and Venom doesn't mean they're not all part of this grand multiverse, right? Um, and uh, yeah, we could maybe see Spider-Man siloed with all these Sony characters. And then, uh, you know, Amy Pascal mentioned how Sony, how the MCU would still be part of, of Spider-Man stories. We could see crossovers where, you know, it seems like the Kang the Conqueror thing is happening and it's going to have all kinds of overlap with different timelines and different universes. So maybe at that point, okay, we see Peter Parker come back to the MCU characters we know and love and they come together to battle this uh, uh, this multiversal threat in Kang, right? Uh, so it's all possible now, <laughs> thanks to the multiverse. Uh, so yeah, we, we've talked before about the pitfalls of the multiverse where it can be just too much. You can kind of explain away anything because of the multiverse, right? But it also has, adv- has its advantages too, right? You can have these kind of setups. You can let Sony do their thing and just kind of explain it as being, well, that's a different timeline. Now we don't have to uh, overlap there. It's still all the MCU, so don't be angry, MCU fans. He's still technically part of the MCU, right? So yeah, I think there could be a lot to this theory where um, Tom Holland might be quote unquote exiting his current mcu timeline but he's still in the mcu just in a different timeline that just happens to have uh, sony licensed characters right uh, we we could be seeing that what about you profiro any thoughts on this uh on this business here yeah i think i, I agree with much of what christian said i think that uh you know as much as like you know the there shouldn't be like this multiverse created between the two companies, Sony and Disney, I think that um, they're still going to try very hard to keep like their universes separate. You know, I feel like there's the Sony-verse and then there's the MCU Spider-verse. And I feel like a big reason why this movie is called No Way Home, I feel like with Tom Holland and everything he said that he's going to stay more maybe towards like the Sony verse. And then that's where we're going to have like a Venom crossover, you know, and all these other characters like Morbius and Craven and all that. And then I, it just makes more sense for it to be that way this way. Like, you know, like, especially right now with phase four, there's like, you can see like a lot of, characters are being are being like um taking up these new mantles you know uh kate bishop taking up hawkeye and um iron heart taking up iron man and iron patriot taking up captain america i feel like maybe there's like room to have like bring in miles morales you know or 
um, even Spider Woman. You know, I think like there's change. There's there's time for growth and change within what's happening between the two companies right now and the characters. Yeah, good take. Yeah, it does seem like we're at kind of a crossroads here. Things are are changing, fork in the road, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you did bring up Miles Morales. That's an interesting comment because previously we had a brief conversation about this and we were talking about how maybe this was the end of Tom Holland as Spider-Man and what better way to introduce Miles Morales, right? He would kind of take over the mantle, like you were saying, right? So now, in light of Amy Pascal's comments, it sure as heck doesn't seem like Tom Holland is hanging up the spider suit anytime soon. So by that rationale, uh, Miles Morales would not be taking over the mantle anytime soon. Um, I already thought that we wouldn't see Miles Morales in No Way Home. I think even more so now. Um, but like we've been saying, anything is possible here. Um, yeah, any thoughts about the possibility of Miles Morales appearing in No Way Home? Now, I preface that by saying um, there was a tease in Homecoming about Miles Morales, right? Uh, Uncle Aaron, Aaron Davis, played by Donald Glover. Um, he says, I have a nephew who lives around here, right? Pretty subtle comment, but uh, it was a Miles Morales reference. So it seems odd that they would kind of tease that way back in Homecoming and, and not follow up on it in any way. So by that rationale, maybe Miles shows up. Maybe there's reference to him in this movie. Um, also, keep in mind that there is a new Spider-Verse animated movie coming out next year. Um, so something else to, to keep in mind. Maybe they want to hold off on the live action Miles uh because of that animated movie coming up maybe they they want to have a live action miles to promote the movie i don't know uh what, what do you think a any possibility of a live action miles morales showing up here i don't think there's gonna be a appearance of a live action miles morales because i feel like it's you know you'd have to get somebody casted for that i feel like a secret like that cannot be uh kept long you know um, True. So I think this is my thing, my my reason. I don't think they're gonna have an appearance of Miles Morales, but I think they're gonna just like confirm that Miles Morales exists, and whether it be like a name tag or um or like a name drop or something like that. Like I I feel like it's gonna be like a mid-credit scene like how it was with Eternals like when, when Blade did that whole voice cameo and like it was confirmed that Blade exists in that the MCU I feel like it'll be something like that okay. yeah I could see yeah, that what do I you think? definitely see that what do you think Christian um yeah like Donald Glover like I think even back during 
home like when Homecoming came out, Donald Glover's a pretty big name. Childish Gambino. He's not really the guy you would cast for like a one-off, essentially longer cameo role for the most part, you know. So you almost think they have to have been thinking that they wanted to do something with him down the line. Um, usually, though, when I think of Miles Morales I, and Peter, I think of kind of a relationship almost more akin to like you know Iron Man, you know what we've seen with Iron Man and and Peter in the in these MCUs you think of like a much older Peter Parker mentoring a much younger Miles Morales kind of like in Spider-Verse you know you had yeah. Peter B Parker who was much older and like already well into his years as Spider-Man and um and, and so I think Miles Morales would be a great way for Tom Holland to kind of hand off the torch when he's done I think it would be a pretty big moment um uh, essentially, if they wanted to keep Spider the Spider Man version of going and this world going after Spider Man Six, or that could even be Spider Man Five, you know, at that point, because who knows when that those movies are going to come out? And I think like a Miles Morales is like such a beloved character now that I think if I wanted to see him, I, I don't think I'd want him to see see him in this movie. I think a name drop might be nice, you know, be nice, like a nice little lead in. But, like, you'd almost want him and Peter to have a whole movie to themselves. Especially if they're going to do another three movies of Spider-Man with this version of the character. This character's so popular. Tom Holland's going to be older. He's talking about, I don't want to do that when I'm 30. This could be a nice lead into that, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, commonly it with... Uh, Peter Parker and Miles Morales, it is a mentor-mentee relationship. Or uh, or the other thing uh, from the original storylines, the original Miles Morales storylines, it's um, the, uh, the death of Peter Parker leading to Miles Morales becoming Spider-Man. Either way you look at it, it's it seems like it would be a later down the line thing, whether it's like the death of Peter Parker or um, a veteran Peter Parker showing a young Miles Morales the ropes, right? So yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't see it happening anytime too soon. Certainly not in this movie that comes out in like 12 days, right? So um, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, Mario, I think you 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 might be onto something. There might be a very subtle little uh, Easter egg that would be super cool. I, I'd be stoked to to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one thing I want to get your your guys' thoughts. I feel like it's kind of been ignored for most media outlet conversations. But you you know you seen that scene in the trailer where like. Um, Zendaya's character MJ is falling and then you see Tom Holland reaching out to grab her you think she's gonna uh you know how they're gonna do like a whole Gwen Stacy thing or um is she safe what do you guys think hmm I I I think she'll be saved um like I feel like um, like, this is, I guess, technically the third time you, you've had the, um, 
the first movie was Mary Jane on top of the the Brooklyn. I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge, and then there was her falling and the um that like cab full of people and Green Goblin made Spider Man choose, right? And he had to try to grab both as like an allusion to that scene, and then of course you had Gwen Stacy die in this one, and it almost feels like this is like it's kind of something that has to be in like each Spider-Man trilogy is a villain has to throw her off the building. So Spider-Man can try to catch her. Yeah. And I think because we've seen both of those, it could, you know, it can go either way. Um, although I, I, th- I think, I think, I think Peter is going to catch her and save her. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think there's any way that the MJ character is dying in this movie and certainly not that death. <laughs> like just looking at the Spider-Man movies to date, this series, the Tom Holland movies are kind of the most wholesome of the three. Right. And um, it would just be like off brand <laughs> if they killed off MJ in a violent death like that. And, you know, you know, that actress, Zendaya, she has a lot of young fans like they. Yeah, it, it would be really bizarre if if they went that dark with this character in, in this movie. I, I was reading online for that scene that like um, a lot of fans do speculate. Again, this is when like the whole like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire conversation come in. Is that like, you know, because we know like in the Andrew Garfield movies, he failed to save Gwen Stacy, that he'll kind of have like a redemption moment and like come and save um, Zendaya and kind of like, you know, not so. So this would like Tom Holland, Spider-Man doesn't have to live in that kind of um, depression. <laughs> This is, I mean, the the fan speculation is just like insane. <laughs> like, I, I I guarantee you that's not going to happen. Okay, like somebody was thinking, like, oh man, wouldn't it be great if Andrew Garfield is Spider Man again and actually saves somebody this time, like to, to atone <laughs> for this one scene? Like, you're just like the people's brains are just like running wild, and I just, yeah, it, it's nuts. I, I I guarantee you it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, I mean, w- w- I think we'll be lucky if we get a cameo from these actors. And if that happens, be happy. And like, that's it, <laughs> you know, just that's good enough. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. We've, we've gotten through a lot. Um, any last thoughts on speculation? Like we're, we're almost on it. We're almost there. We're almost going to see this movie. Any final thoughts before we actually see it? We need to make our bingo card. That's what we need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Write down all our predictions. Write it. Right. (laughs) Put in a prize pool. Who who got the most right? Wouldn't it be crazy Mm -hmm. if I was proven wrong and Andrew Garfield like flies in out of nowhere in a spider suit and he saves MJ? (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Uh, I, I can believe uh, that. I, I, I think like I, I <laughs> that over MJ actually dying, you know. <laughs> oh, you might that's, be. You might be that's right. That's what there. I'm thinking. Could could it could happen? You know, it'd be like you a know, twist a, on both of those, you know, scenarios. 
it's so funny you say that because I, I again I read too much into like fan speculation nowadays, but like um, I don't know if you guys saw like the day that um, the trailer was released, there was like a like a cast reacting to the trailer. Like it was um, Tom Holland's and Diet and the actor who plays Ned. They were like reacting to the trailer. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I did see that. Oh, I didn't see that. And like some fan, of course, had to point it out and make a whole speculation about it. But in that scene where Tom Holland is reaching for Zendaya, like I guess some fans noticed that like Tom Holland um, looked really worried on his face and like um, squeezed Zendaya extra hard. <laughs> and so people were just like, oh my gosh, like this must be like Tom Holland's like. Um, realization that like he uh like seeing when he filmed that scene it's seen it come to life or whatever yeah that's reading way too far into it i think it is exciting times though because like we've been saying we don't know what's gonna happen so as crazy as some of these theories are we really don't know so yeah yeah, keep 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 those uh that scorecard long and crazy you know i put mephisto on that thing you know you never know what might happen mm-hmm. but yeah it's, it's it's crazy that this film i i mean yeah besides like infinity war and endgame just has like so many speculations like uh, i think i sent both of you guys a link like like critics you know how they always get like those screening premieres and everything like they're not gonna have access to watch the entire film. Just <laughs> oh, to like right. make so sure. Weird. That, yeah. You know? uh, just to like make it airtight that like no secrets are gonna be spoiled for any fan for this movie. Oh, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because you know what? I think that almost confirms that McGuire and Garfield are in the final version. Because I get a feeling that they don't want the critics to see that part, right? That's the part they're leaving out. And they they want it to be a total surprise. Um, so, yeah, I could see that being the case. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll find out for sure soon. We'll see. Like, who knows? Maybe there's parts of this movie that, like, Tom Holland doesn't even know, like, exist because he is notorious yeah. for leaking. For leaking. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when it came to Infinity know... War, he only hit his parts. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There might be I different know... versions of the script that they have floating around mm-hmm. just to keep people on their toes, you know? I think, um, what's his name? I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but Bender Kemperpatch said that he just filmed his, his own scenes and he didn't read the script for how the movie ends or anything like that because he didn't want to, even he himself didn't want to like spoil it for himself or or whatever. Wow. And so who, who knows? Who, who knows what's going to happen here? Probably a very select few people right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cr- Christian, we're gonna have to remind Henry to like keep like not say anything when we meet up with him after the next day after he's seen it. <laughs> That's right. I will have seen it, and uh, you know I'm pretty good about keeping my mouth shut. But with this movie, 
um, I'm sure I'll be pretty anxious to to talk to you guys. So yeah, maybe a little reminder, like <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll I'll keep my mouth shut, and then after the movie's over, uh, I'm sure we'll have a whole lot to talk about, and uh, we're gonna do a whole episode on. Uh, the aftermath. We'll do a full uh-huh. recap and review, and that'll be our next step. Uh-huh. So the speculation has been awesome, uh, but uh, the time is almost here to watch the actual movie, and it's going to be very exciting. And with that, we can wrap up the episode. Or actually... To be continued. Dun, dun, dun.